0: Yeah, hi, I'm Luke Alexander, President and CEO of Nucor Gold. Uh, Nucor is listed on the TSX and OTC QX. Uh, we've got an advanced stage exploration project in Ghana, district scale exploration asset, 216 square kilometers, underpinned by a very robust PEA, which we put out in the middle of 2021, as well as a 1.4 million ounce uh, resource.
1: Okay, but here's the thing no one cares. Right, because you last time we spoke, fifty-six cents now down at twenty-five cents, thirty-four million market cap. The market has gone quiet. Why do you think that is? You you, you gave me a list of things that I should be impressed by, but they're 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 not.
0: I think at the end of the day, we're seeing uh, blood across the entire market. I mean, we've seen uh, you know the major sell-off. We've seen uh, all companies within the in the commodity space, for the most part, um, selling off. Um, we've had perpetual disappointment from some of the seniors from the CapEx perspective, from an OpEx perspective. I mean, you look at the, um, earnings that Newmont put out. You look at the CapEx blowouts that we've seen at companies like IM Gold and Argonaut. You know, that I think has had a major impact on investor sentiment and confidence for the sector. And, uh, as a result, we've seen, uh, seen a major sell-off in the, in the sector and inevitably in that kind of an environment. Uh, the juniors typically take it on the chin worse so we've been caught up in that uh in that sell-off but Fundamentally, we've kind of been delivering on everything that we ultimately said we'd deliver on with our uh, with our drill campaign, as well as moving the uh, the market forward. And we've gotten to a valuation today that we haven't seen in the last two years, which I think is a huge buying opportunity for investors. And we recently completed a financing, and uh, myself along with uh, a number of um, uh, members of the team participated in that financing because we see the fundamental value that's been created.
1: Okay, you put in. I well, sorry. So can tell me this: How much money have you invested in the company? So, how much money has been invested in the company since um, it it started up?
0: Well, so we relaunched the company in twenty twenty, a little over uh, two years ago. Right. Uh, that's when I joined as uh, as CEO. Our chairman, Doug Forrester, stepped up as chairman. Um, and uh and and really you know relaunch the company. Uh we've raised $34.5 million since that point. Uh the bulk of that capital was raised with institutional investors. These are deep pocketed investors focused on the mining and precious metal sector. We um, uh, took the institutional ownership from zero to about 40% uh today. So $34.5 million. And that's again, one of the things that I think, uh, is quite attractive from a valuation perspective for incoming investors or, or for existing investors who are looking to increase their position is they're effectively buying the company today at, uh, at the, uh, uh, you know, at a valuation, which is the cash that's effectively been put into the company over the last two years.
1: Right. But the money's been spent, right? So you got, you've raised five, Million bucks recently in a book deal. You've got I, I, some of the reason of six, six and a half uh, million, million bucks to go and do whatever you need to do. And we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. But it, it says that people don't value the way that you spent those dollars effectively, right? Because you could certainly have a 1.4 million ounce um, inferred uh, resource. You, I, I guess you've just finished your 90,000 90, uh, meter drill campaign that we've talked about on numerous occasions. Um, what are you going to be able to add to? That 1.4 million ounces. Do you think because it's going to need something big to get people to notice you?
0: Yeah, in terms of the um, updated resource that we're planning on for Q4 of this year, um, if you look at the 1.4 million ounces, uh, the meters that feeds that are about 110,000 meters of drilling. If you look at our 90,000 meter drill program, uh, 20,000 of that was included in the um, 1.4 million ounces. And of the remaining seventy thousand meters, about forty-five thousand meters, uh, we view as direct resource expansion. Um, the other twenty-five thousand, we've made three new discoveries on our project, uh, but we don't have drill dense enough drill density to move those into the resource category at this stage. We've also made multiple high-grade uh, discoveries on the project, so. All of that adds fundamental value for the project, but won't necessarily get uh, captured in an updated resource. So, when you look at the 45,000 that we think will directly get captured, that's about 40% of the uh, 110,000 meters. So we think we'll start to get to two million ounces with the uh, updated resource that we put out. And the reason I kind of take that long-winded way of saying two million ounces is I like to fundamentally kind of break down the back of the envelope uh, calculation that gets you to that uh, to that two million ounces. But again, two million ounces plus three new discoveries, which highlight significant uh, resource growth potential above that two million as well as for the first time, we think we'll be able to potentially put out an underground resource, which highlights some of that high-grade uh, that we've been finding on our uh, on our project, which is uh, quite an interesting element as well.
1: Right, but that, that 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 comes out of cost. And what I'm trying to do is really, you know, kind of not here to hear a story. What I'm here to try and do is, Try and value your company because it feels cheap, right? It feels super, super cheap. Um, but I'm wondering why people are discounting. Is it because it's just another West African story with, you know, just over a million ounces of kind of, well, typical grades for the region? You know, you're sort of sitting somewhere between one and one and two, two grams per ton. Um, and there's enough of those stories going around or is there something else that we're missing here? Do people not believe that you can actually get this thing through into production?
0: I think in terms of you know, the exploration space in general, um, you know, find a stock that has performed in this market over the last 6 or 12 months. Um, across the board, uh, stocks have been hit incredibly hard. and I think now you know, value investors will start to show up and ultimately see the opportunity to step in and start to buy um, companies with strong fundamentals. And I would put NuCore uh, at the front of the pack from that perspective. I mean, today we're currently trading at about $15 EV per ounce in the ground. If you look at the PEA that we put out in, um, uh, in Q, uh, Q Q2 of 2021, uh, we've got at a 1650 gold price an after-tax NPV of $212 million. That essentially has us today trading at about 0.12 times um, uh, uh, the NPV of the project. So, again, we're getting to valuations today where value investors will start to step in. The other interesting thing, and and this is more of a kind of high level um, view from my perspective, is with these huge CapEx blowouts that we've seen with companies uh, around the world with these big hard rock projects. I'll, I'll be interested to see if in the next um, couple of years we start to see the mid caps and majors refocusing on heap leach projects. That's the project that we've got in Ghana. It's a heap leach low capex um, project. If you look at the you know, capex for our project, you're looking at about 100,000 ounces to produce roughly 94,000 ounces of gold over a 10 and a half year mine life. You look at the capital intensity of that relative to these hard rock projects where you're talking 250, 300 million dollars, which have blown out to half a billion dollars for 150 to 200,000 ounces of production, much more complex projects which we've inevitably seen um, you know, major capex blowouts on. So I, I actually like where we're positioned in terms of a low capex heap leach project that today is fundamentally undervalued. Uh, is a is a great position to be in.
1: That, that's a really interesting thought. This is why, I'm slightly discounting the your conversation and where you're trying to get the conversation into, you know, the, the high grade underground, because the, the, the capex environment at the moment, sorry, the environment for raising capital for those such projects seems quite difficult at the moment. And and here and here's here's the kind of dichotomy. It's like unless you can show there's super high grade and there's a lot of it underground. Um, it, it, it's tough to say these blowouts are happening across the board. But likewise, heat open pit, heat leach is not liked in a lot of jurisdictions. Why is Ghana any different? Uh, why are they going to be more receptive?
0: I mean, if you look at Ghana, um, I mean, the gold sector is incredibly important uh, for the country as a whole. Um, I mean, it creates a huge amount of jobs, it creates um, tax revenue, royalty revenue. Uh, and, you know, every time I meet with uh, with, with the ministry or, or any of the senior officials in country, one of their first questions is, when do you bring it into, into production? How can we help you get it into production? I mean, a good example that I've been recently referencing is, look at what Asante Gold has done. They sit on the Cefwi Bibiani belt to the north of us. They bought the Bibiani project just about a year ago. Within 10 months, they brought that. Uh, brownfield project back into production and are producing gold, um, producing gold there today. They announced first gold pour in uh, in July of this year. If you look at that same project sitting in Canada or the US or Australia, uh, i would I would lay a bet that that would take you at least five to seven years to bring that same project back into production. So this again is a, just a small example of you know how keen the government is to see the mining industry move forward and and, uh, and ultimately all the benefits that uh, that come along with that.
1: Right. And, th- and there's a lot of companies in country the moment it, it, it's it's I guess comforting in a way but it's also a lot of white noise that you're competing against certainly Dan where you're where you're sitting at the moment so why are you any better than the well, literally hundreds of other gold companies in Ghana well,
0: so Matt I, I wouldn't say there are hundreds of others uh, and there aren't hundreds of other gold companies um, uh, in Ghana unless you were to take into account small-scale artisanal mining which I wouldn't kind of put into the same bucket. One of the real you know, advantages we have is that if you look at Ghana as a whole, the bulk of the you know, companies operating in country, especially the publicly listed companies, are major mining companies or you know, mid cap uh, producing companies. You've got Newmont, you've got Anglo Gold, you've got Goldfields, you've got Shandong, who recently came in country, Chiefang, you've got Asante. I mean, these are all producing companies uh, in country. You've got a very limited number of advanced stage exploration companies and I think that's another one of the big advantages that um, you know, Nucor's got is you've got you know, great operating com- companies in-country and, uh, and we're one of the few investment opportunities for advanced stage exploration. We were able to amass this land package about um, uh, 10 years ago. It's a very large land package situated on the Sefwi Bibiani belt, which is one of two prolific gold belts that runs through the country. And you would be very hard pressed to put together this kind of a land package today. So, again, yes, in West Africa, there's lots of you know, exploration companies running around, but within Ghana, Newcore is one of the few opportunities for um, investors looking for uh, publicly traded companies.
1: Right, and, and what's the game plan here? I, I, I know who's on the board and I know the track record of the people who are on the, on the board, um, but what's, what's the game plan for you guys? Is, is it just a, a bridge too far to get into production yourselves?
0: So we um, raised five million dollars in in uh, July of this year um, in an absolute terrible market. But you know we looked at that capital raise and said, okay, you know percent uh, dilution. Um, you know yes, we don't like dilution, but ultimately giving us the ability to keep pro- pushing the project forward is uh, is very important. That was supported by a new um, deep-pocketed institutional investor, as well as you know uh, follow-on investment from a number of our uh, large institutional investors who see what the value that we've created on the uh, on the project. So we'll take that five million plus the cash that we had in the bank, so about six and a half million dollars, and we'll look to launch an additional drill campaign to build build on the success that we've been having over the last. Um, uh, over the last couple of years, from a drilling perspective, we're also in the process of doing a bunch of met work uh, to follow up on some column tests that we did in 2021. So we'll get that out to the market, and then in Q4 of this year, as we've talked about a little bit, we'll look to um, we'll look to ultimately uh, uh, get an updated resource out, and that's where uh, I kind of talked about the you know back of the envelope two million ounces is what we're looking for. But also those new discoveries and uh, and and some of the high grade that we found on the project. Once we've got that resource in hand, then we will look at potentially doing an updated PEA as well. Obviously, internally we'll analyze you know the uh, the benefits of a of an updated PEA and and what the kind of size of the project would uh, would look like at uh, at potentially two million ounces and uh, and decide whether it makes sense to put that out or whether it makes sense to uh, just keep drilling and growing the overall size of the uh, the resource. But again, one of the great things about a heap leach project with great infrastructure is we could turn around and, you know, build a 50,000 ounce a year producer and, you know, that's something that new core at our size could ultimately fund. We're not building a project in northern BC where you've got to build a $50 million road and put in a $40 million power line and have a huge amount of infrastructure expense that ultimately needs to be offset against a 250000 ounces of production to justify all of those ca- all of those infrastructure costs. Heat bleach project with a road running right through the middle of our project, you know, we could put Twenty-five or fifty thousand ounces of production, um, you know, are uh, uh, put uh, of heap leach production um, in place, and uh, and that's something that you know we could obviously fund and push forward. At the moment, that's not our focus, but having that flexibility again is one of the real advantages of this uh, of this project.
1: So, tell me this, because again, I'm just I'm just going to cut, cut cut through the noise here. Um, is You've got forty percent institutional shareholding, right, on the register. You've got twenty four percent management and insiders on this thing. For a company of your size, it just it just seems like too much. The balance isn't quite right. What? Why? Is that just a factor of the fact that you, you, your, your share, share prices come off and balance is normally better than this? But right now, it feels like an impediment to you in the sense that the kind of. Volatility um, that you need and the trading that you need just isn't there for you.
0: I mean, in terms of the volume that we trade for uh, for a small cap uh, company, uh, we trade good volume, and you know, um, I think there's always opportunity for uh, for for more volume, and that's something that we're very conscious of. Is that you know we've got to have volume in the stock to uh, to attract investors, but. You know, people who want to get into the name, uh, you're not looking at you know a five percent spread in the quote. There's always a very tight you know penny, half penny spread in the quote, so that's uh, that's important. And there's uh, there's volume out there for people to get in and out of the uh, in and out of the stock. So you know, anyone who's interested in in buying or selling the stock, um, you know, we've worked very hard on making sure there's uh, there's good volume. In the uh, in the name for uh, for retail investors and our you know our longer term institutional investors yes they're not um, trading on uh, on a daily basis but when it comes time to ultimately supporting the company for additional drilling or other uh, initiatives then it's great to have that support and I think you know the last financing that we just uh, completed uh, in you know an absolutely terrible market. Uh, at the uh, you know at the end of June, beginning of July, is a real testament to you know the ability for us to continue to push the project forward with the support of those uh, institutional investors.
1: Right. So what's the what's the plan from here? You got six and a half million bucks. Um, is it just as simple as get this new PEA out and see what the market does?
0: Uh, we're going to keep drilling, put out met results, put the resource update in uh, in Q four uh, of this year. Have you got enough and, money uh, to do that
1: though? With what yeah. you've got you have okay
0: yeah yeah um, and then you know we're we're in the process of designing our next drill program at the moment and obviously you know we're very focused on uh, on making sure that uh, that it's the best use of, uh, of capital possible so we're in the process of designing that and uh, and we'll look to um, you know announce that, uh, that that we're kicking off drilling again on the uh, on the project so again, all of that you know means that we're continuing to add value uh, for shareholders, and you know when the market comes back, uh, I'd like to think that uh, Newcore is one of the first ones out of the gate to uh, ultimately re-rate because we have continued to move the project forward. We have continued to invest in uh, in drilling and uh, uh, and other work, whereas you know we're at the stage now where a lot of companies are are effectively just looking to keep the lights on and you know we'll do so for the next 6 or 12 months but that doesn't really create value for for shareholders whereas we're actually able to create fundamental value with the capital that we've got today